0: When your sweet baby won't stop crying and you don't know what she wants, she's not meaning to trigger you. When your two-year-old toddler has temper tantrums and melts down in the Walmart aisle, he's not meaning to trigger you. He just doesn't know yet how to express that he's hungry, tired, and overstimulated. Mama, let's talk parenting triggers, because there is a solution. We can say no more to the things that trigger us. Hi there, I'm Kimberly Mutar, and I help mamas like you stay renewed. Your brain is designed for survival and preservation. No matter what your childhood or past includes, whether that's trauma, good or bad emotional experiences, your brain remembers. It creates positive and negative stories around those experiences that stay in your memory and dictates sentences to you all day long that you may not be aware of. Certain sounds, smells, sights, feelings, all sensory reminders can trigger you bringing back those memories. When we become parents, most of us don't think about our past and how that can affect how we respond to our children. Before we know it, we are shouting, annoyed, frustrated, shaming, and punishing, all without understanding why we keep responding that way no matter how hard we try to do better i am not an expert in trauma i'm not a psychologist but i am super intentional about checking in with what triggers me as a mama what annoys me or makes me feel like i don't have time for this and i do the work to get to the root cause of that trigger so that i can think right, speak right, and respond right to my children so that I can show up as the mama I'm proud to be. If you want to do the same, keep listening. I know that the three solutions I share today will help you to say no more to your parenting triggers. Step number one, understand your parenting triggers. Parenting triggers could be when your children are not listening or they're all talking at the same time and you have something important to say or directions to give and you don't feel heard. No one is paying attention. (laughs) Other parenting triggers could be when your kids argue or nitpick each other, if they talk back or whine. Maybe your house is always loud and noisy, and you just wish for some peace and quiet. Perhaps you've drowned it all out until it's like, click. You become aware of the noise and the chaos, and you shout, Can you guys just calm down and be quiet? I can't even hear myself think. Maybe it's the temper tantrums and the big emotions the lack of privacy or personal space, or being interrupted when you're talking or working that sets you off. What other parenting triggers can you think of? Step one is understanding your parenting triggers. Acknowledge the external situations, the surface level out here in front of you that sets you off and in turn causes you to shout. Lose patience, shame, or send them to time out. Stop yourself before you respond to your kids and say to yourself, trigger alert. I realize this is a trigger for me. What are they for you, mama? What are, say five of your main parent triggers? Say them out loud even. Your parenting triggers may be the same or different from me. That's because we all grew up in our own unique home with our own unique parents, whether there was an abundance of money or not enough to make ends meet. Sibling dynamics, I mean, these are just a few. All of these make us individual and unique, so we may not respond or be triggered by the same things. Number two is to get to the root of the trigger. Go fruit to root. Once you know what they are, in order to find a solution to your parenting triggers, you need to go deeper than just the external situation. You need to get to the deeper root cause of what's triggering you. It's called going fruit to root. The fruit is the external trigger and how you respond to it. The root is the why. Why am I triggered by this? Why when my child whines, my default response is to whine back or say, don't talk to me like that or to push them away. Why is my default attitude negative when my kids argue and nitpick? Why do I instantly separate them and say, you guys can never get along instead of teaching them how to honor and respect each other so that there's peace in our home? Asking why am I triggered by this helps you to get to the root of the trigger so that you can deal with it. You can dig it out and find a better way to think, to speak, and to respond. What happened in your childhood that made you feel this way, think this way, or respond this way? Where did you first think or learn this? When did you first believe this lie that created this mindset? Who did you learn this from? Your mom, your dad, a teacher, a grandparent? Most trauma, pain, right or wrong thinking, beliefs, they all go back, way back to your childhood. Again, I'm not a trauma expert, I'm not a psychologist, so if you need that kind of expert help, please get it. I'm sure there are amazing resources in your area. I know of Tina J. Smith in our area who is a fantastic Christian counselor and psychotherapist who can help you find healing in those areas where you need it. You know that you are getting to the root when you realize things like, I remember when, or I saw my mom and dad respond this way, or this happened on the playground, or I was mistreated by, I encourage you to be curious, like a detective when asking these questions. It's like getting to know yourself better, to understand yourself better. After all these years, why am I triggered this way? Why am I thinking this way? Why am I saying these words? Why am I responding this way? Not out of criticism, but out of curiosity. Let me give you a few examples of what the trigger can look like and what the root cause is. Steve Backlund from Igniting Hope Ministries, I highly recommend you listen to the Igniting Hope podcast by Steve Backlund, Steve and Wendy Backlund. Steve's podcast episodes helped me to renew my mind and what I was thinking, what I was saying, and how I was responding in my renewed mama journey. I'll leave a link to his website in the show notes, and you can find his podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. Steve tells the story of how he liked getting up early and helping his wife, Wendy, by tidying the house, cleaning up the kitchen, taking out the garbage while she rested a bit longer in bed. His love language is helping, so that's how he showed love to her. But Wendy took his help as not being good enough, not a good enough wife. That's how she perceived it, but that wasn't true. When I was in high school, I worked as a Bible club teacher for kids. My sister and I started young, so we were called summer trainees. We loved teaching the Bible clubs so much that we kept coming back. But because of our age and the policy of the organization, we could only have summer trainee responsibilities, not summer missionary responsibilities. By year three of being summer trainees, we knew and were definitely capable of carrying out all the summer missionary responsibilities, i know it was the policy and they were just keeping to the policy but i took it i perceived it as being too young and not good enough i felt small i knew the verse let no man despise or look down on your youth in first timothy four twelve, but i still felt small so fast forward to my 30s when I'm teaching a real estate investing workshop and a highly successful, much older man than me attends, trusts me to help him find investment properties and to buy a duplex. And I had those too young, not good enough, feeling small lies coming back. Thankfully, I had good coaches and mentors at the time to help me to understand going fruit to root so that I could understand those feelings of intimidation, where they were coming from. Of course, I served him well because I had real estate investing experience, but I still had to keep renewing my mind to stay confident because I was still seeing myself through the filter of being too young after all those years, which was not true. A parenting example of the trigger and then going fruit to root could be a lost shoe as you are trying to get all the kids out the door on time. While the lost shoe is a problem, and maybe that one child is always losing his shoe, if you stop and ask, why am I triggered by this? You might discover that you don't like being late, and you feel like you're always late, and you don't want to show up late again because it's embarrassing, and you don't like to be embarrassed, I mean no one does. And you feel being late tells other people that you don't respect their time, and that you don't have everything together because you really should have everything together and be organized, right? (laughs) Do you see how one lost shoe can trigger so much? And before you shout or shame your child, it really helps to think through those root causes so that you can do step number three. Reframe your thinking and retrain your brain. Reframing your thinking means looking at it another way, from another angle or perspective. Is there another way I can choose to think about this? Could someone else see this differently? How would another mom who has not lived through my life experiences respond to this trigger? What would they think? What would they say? The goal is to reframe your thinking and replace it with truth. The truth is the exact opposite of defeat, overwhelm, stress, offense, worry. Those are not from God. Replace the root lie with God's truth. What does God say about this? Focus on what God says and then make a plan for how to respond the next time the trigger happens. You can retrain your brain. You can renew your mind to the truth. You can have victory and freedom from your past hurts and not continue giving in to them in your parenting today. I encourage you to listen to three episodes of the Renewed Mama podcast. Episode 38 called Going Fruit to Root just talks a little bit more about that, Going Fruit to Root. Episode 30 is called Strengthening You, Mama, What You and Your Children Need Today. And a goody but oldie Episode 2, What Do Renewed Mamas Sound Like? I know that those will be a help to you. Mama, if you need help with your parenting triggers, if you're trying so hard not to shout, not to shame or to not be so stressed all the time i can help i am excited to tell you that in a week's time renewed mama coaching will be available yahoo you and i can hop on a coaching chat together and talk through your specific frustrations what you've already tried that isn't working and what you can try instead we will go fruit to root together and help you think right, speak right, and respond right the next time that you are triggered. You don't have to do this alone. It's so much better working through it, talking through it with someone else. Stay tuned for when Renewed Mama Coaching is open and available for you to book sessions with me. Real quick before we go, if this podcast has encouraged you, would you tell three mamas you know who are trying so hard to parent better, yet still yell, get annoyed and frustrated with their kids, and lose their patience when they are triggered? Share the love by sending a DM to these mamas you know who need to hear this truth. They aren't bad mamas. You aren't a bad mama if you shout. You are human. Let's encourage each other as moms. The goal is to be the best mama we can be, to love our children well, and to help them to grow up in the likeness of Jesus just as we are becoming more like Jesus, too. Take care. Do you want your words of encouragement and praise to have a lasting impact on your children? Then give them Speak Life Badges sticker awards. Here's what Erica had to say about Speak Life Badges. Today I challenged Clayton to take a baby step in bravery at the splash pad. I know these little word seeds of encouragement will grow and help him when he needs bravery in the future. At bedtime, I removed the sticker and placed it beside the mirror. Just glancing at it really encouraged my heart too. Words seem so small, but are so powerful and can completely change the way we view ourselves shop speak life badges today at speaklifebadges.com austin the hedgehog is bringing mailbox fun to your kids your children ages 3 to 13 can receive mailbox surprises like activity postcards happy birthday cards stickers crafts recipe cards coloring pages puzzles special gifts like the i am loved journal a tumbler Austin's matching happy birthday toque and so much more from Austin the Hedgehog. Straight to your mailbox with their own name on it each month, all teaching life lessons such as helping, using time wisely, how to monitor their own screen time, how to choose the right friends. Being strong means more than just muscles, how to have self-control And their words are like seeds that will grow into fruit in their life. It is oh so good from Austin the Hedgehog. Two subscription levels are available. Register your children today at austinskidsclub.com.